Welcome to Two Idiots Talk Health and Fitness Podcast with your hosts, Ryan and Tyler. Each week, we sit down to bring you practical, actionable health and fitness information. Let's get started. What's up, everybody? What's up? It's Ryan. It's Tyler. We're back for episode 66. I'll give you a full episode today. I think. We, uh... <laughs> You know, Not, we were a little we were a little short last week, a little to the point last week. We we're on a time crunch. Yeah, you know, it's free. Yeah, it's a free show. That's how we justify sixty five episodes in. At that point, we've been we've been pretty solid, except for a few. So, I'm getting right into it. We'll get to some announcements here in a bit. I, I'm getting right into it. Okay. Never fails every year. Yeah, first of all, it's a tragedy. It's sad. But did we see the NHL goalie that died from fireworks? No. You didn't see this? So no, I, I didn't. I think he played I think he was Columbus Blue Jackets or something. Hold up. Goalie. To young the interwebs. Kid, young kid. So it's sad, all this stuff. To the interwebs. Ended up dying. Chest thing from like a firework blast, basically. Um, it's factual. You don't have to look it up. So <laughs> anyway, um, point being, like I said, sad, tragedy, all that stuff. Point being what are we doing here with the fireworks, man? When are we going to learn year after year? It's always something. Somebody gets their fingers blown off. They get their hand blown off, their arm blown off. We got people dying now. I mean, what are we doing with the fireworks that like, there's, there's plenty of places that set off like let's let Sam belly do it. You know what I mean? Like I get, if you want to go out in the street, Maybe do a little Roman candle, maybe a little little thing that shoots up in the air and zings around in a circle or whatever. Like you want to do some of the ticky tack stuff. I get it. But when we got people out there turning the street into like the goddamn hurt locker out here setting off bombs, I mean, what are you, what are we doing out here? There is a second person on this podcast. The, uh, sorry. I started reading the article and I'm already like it's factual. He died. Article well, doesn't yeah. matter. Move on. I, Move I, on. I, I on on the on the topic here. Uh, what are we doing? Where where we're turning? What? Why are we out here setting off bombs? Let let Zambelli do the big stuff. Get out here and do little sparklers. Throw some snaps at the ground. Like let's do the safe stuff. Like when are we gonna learn? Let's stop messing with freaking bombs in the middle of the road. When They're we not know going what we're doing. to. No one, I mean, no one's gonna be doing out here. I mean, I remember when I lived in the city, they did that like literally in the middle of my street, and I lived on a one-way street with the other homes thirty feet from each other, like across the street. Like people just want to see big explosions and fireworks, like and colors and designs and and so forth, and especially when you take in that probably 90% of them are drunk. It's just like a little kid seeing something big and shiny. Yeah. I mean, you can see all the, you can see all the colors and the big shiny stuff. It, uh, when Zambelli sets it off, you know, we, we, uh, like I said, we, we go to my mom's every year. Her neighborhood has a nice, nice Zambelli show for all the houses. So because of that, all the houses have like big picnics, like all their friends that don't live in that neighborhood come to my mom's neighborhood Dang. and uh, all day long. It's like a freaking war zone, man. It's like this, the all the roads have like this fog of smoke just yeah, all day haze, long. Just people, are, people are putting shit in like a watermelon and blowing up a freaking watermelon in the middle of the road. It's like, what, what the hell are we doing out here? I don't know. Man. I mean, people are setting these things off. It's like 30 seconds of entertainment. It's probably 500 bucks. Yeah, like what are we, what are we doing with the fireworks? Dude, there are people. Let Sam Belly do it. There are know? people setting off fireworks at eight thirty in the morning on Saturday, down the street from me. Too early. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, I just woke up. What are you doing? Yeah, it's 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 out of control, man. It's uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I but, used to be, uh, I used to be a big like the little snapper things so though the ones that you yeah played. snappers are big dude. time we had some of those for jordan on, on sunday i was getting in on that good good time very dude, rewarding those things are the best Except for when you get a dud yeah duds are, duds are always the worst uh quick story on that we used to take those and lay them out in the middle of the road at night 
and then just sit out in front of our house and watch cars drive over them and slam on their brakes. Damn. A hard ass, huh? <laughs> that's what, got, a little, got a little hard ass over that, here. That's what we used to do. My mom joined in with it, too. Damn, I'm white getting in on that. It was great. Uh, it was great. You know what? Saw, you know what I saw yesterday, or not yesterday, but last week at the uh, parking lot of the grocery store that, that you don't really see that much anymore. Oh God! We we so we've been talking about different car stuff, right? Like we've been yeah. talking about the things on the back window. We've been talking about the the different license, the wildlife license plates, all this stuff. I think we talked about something else, but I can't remember. I saw a nice bug guard on the front of a car the other day oh dude I like the like the leather like the black leathery kind of thing that you put over wow, the front. you yeah. know what i'm talking about you don't see those that much anymore no you don't i feel like the bug guard had a pretty good run back in the day like you saw that on a lot of cars yeah back in the day, day it was definitely a big thing didn't was it didn't that become popular from like a movie like no jurassic idea. park or something like I, that i, I thought they no had idea. something like that in there i have no idea yeah i don't know either but maybe but yeah, I mean, Who knows? this guy pulled in to the spot like across from me, just a real nice black leather bug guard on the front, staring me down. Was, Jeez, you don't you don't see that that much anymore. So shout out to the bug guard if anybody if anybody had one of those back in the day or has one now. Yeah, especially if you have one now. Let it, you got let one us, now? No, I like it. Keeping the front of keeping the front of the hood clean, that front bumper, no bug splatter on there. I love it. So. Nice, nice bug guard out there in the wild the other day. Um, it was good stuff. So, bad news though on that grocery store trip, I picked a terrible watermelon. Oh, I've been crushing watermelon. I, right. I was completely defeated. I cut up the whole thing, had it in two big containers in the fridge. Went to start diving in, and this thing's like freaking rubber, man. I've never, Jeez. never experienced a, a melon this way, but. That was a little bit disappointing, but yeah, it's never fun. I got one more. I got one more for you. Actually, I probably got a couple more, but I got one more for you. We'll get to announcements eventually. Yeah, there's not that many. Smoothie truck on Monday. Uh, <laughs> there's your announcements. Um, Hike on uh, Saturday. Next Saturday. You ever, uh, you ever be like out and about, like at a store or whatever, catch a little whiff of yourself, and you're like, man, I'm a little. I'm a little ripe right now. Nah, like, dude. I know exactly what you're talking dude, about. Dude, all this running and biking, man. I, I stopped uh I stopped at a store like on my way home from from a long bike. And I had like I had taken like the the wipes, the fresh Dio. Like I, I, I did a little bit of maintenance after the bike, but dude, I was walking through getting some food. I was like, is that is that me? Dude, sometimes is that, is that sometimes the bo just cuts through, man. Yeah, it uh, it, it just threw cuts. me off, man. I, it, like I said, if I was, I had to do a couple, like, you know, a couple. Of, damn, is that is that is that me or, yeah. or what's going on here? So it's like snuck up on me, man. Yeah, that happened to me over the weekend. I was doing something, and then I like. I had to like put something up on t a top shelf or something like that, and I like listen, so just face, just like face lifted my full arms up, pla placed it up, and then I was like, "Oh, damn, okay, I yeah, need time, to uh, time to get, get a shower." I was like, you know? "I need to go home." <laughs> I hear you, man. Uh, what what else? What did you get into over the weekend? I mean, Fourth of July. What what we do? What 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 did you get into? Uh, played some golf Friday. Nice. Played some disc golf on Saturday. Oh, damn, <laughs> got the golf covered. Yeah, man uh we went and watched the professional ultimate frisbee team for pittsburgh play saturday night didn't didn't even know such a thing existed that it does uh what's the mascot like what's the team name uh their team name is the thunderbirds damn the thunderbirds yeah it was good it was it was fun uh we got free beer who'd they play uh, they played the Philadelphia Phoenix. I don't know about Phoenix for the Philly team. Yeah, I don't know either. But hey, Thunderbirds versus Phoenix on a on a nice night. Thunderbirds Doesn't won. Get any they, better than that? They won the Commonwealth Cup. We get them black. They get them black and gold. Yeah, have to. Yeah, have to. Yeah, it's black and gold for home, and then white and gold for away. I think. Um, but it was fun. It was the first time that I went to the Pro Ultimate Game. They've been around for. Uh, this is their sixth year, um, that they've been around. So we went there for the first time. It where, was cool. Where is their home field? JC Stone Field. 
up by the uh, the old marathon stomping grounds. Where? North Park. Oh, didn't even know. You got paid to get into that? Uh, if you wait till the second quarter, you can just walk in. Is that what you did? No. Uh, how much they get you for on that? Like eight bucks a ticket. Damn. But nice. they made they made it up for the free beer, so I'll there take you, it. There you go. I'll take it. I uh, yeah no they play up at North Park, um at that field. Never never would have known. Learn learning something on the yeah. pod. Gotta love it. Yeah. Speaking of learning, you ever hop on uh like Netflix or Amazon or some type of movie streaming service, and they give you like the movies we think you'll like section. Oh, yeah. And there's one in there that's like a movie you love, and you're like, damn, they know me. Like it, not not yeah. like an old movie that you're like, damn, that's like one of my favorite movies, and they and they think I would like it, and I do. Yeah, you know, like, I think I've had that like a couple of times. Usually, it's shit that I've never watched. And yeah, completely off. But when they do, when they get one right, you're like, man, I feel like I feel like Netflix knows me a little bit. It's like I feel like I I'm yeah. obligated now to yeah, like it's, to watch uh, this. It's it's a good. It's a good feeling, you know, that they're they're getting your taste down. Uh, yeah, they're, appreciate, I appreciate that. Yeah, their artificial intelligence algorithm is uh, knowing you more and more. Dialing in. Next thing you know, gonna take over my house. Um, I, I do have a question for you, though. All right, I got a question for you. Been doing a lot of driving in rural areas lately. <laughs> What's your take on the single lane pass? Oh man. If you are already going the speed limit, I feel like there's no need. Like if 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 you the person in front are going the speed limit, there's no need. But if you're one of those people where like they're going the speed limit and then you're still just like hammering it past not them. good enough and then you just haul ass past, yeah. You're an ass. I completely agree unless it's absolutely egregious like somebody's going 30 and a 50 or something yeah it's 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 a bad it's a bad move i mean it's uh yeah look the universe just sent that person in front of you to drive a little bit slower to help you understand to take your damn time yeah i mean you get behind like so i got i mean i got behind a giant tractor thing i got behind a little horse and buggy i mean you got to make a move on some of these things but yeah yeah the, the you know when you're when you're going at a at a respectable speed and then you get usually it's usually it's a piece of shit truck yep is usually what you're getting yep. there but they come flying by like you're just like you're going 10 miles an hour or something that uh that's a tough look for me but into the announcements we already gave the tease so monday july the 12th from 5 to 8 30 p.m it is the return everybody's been waiting waiting for. For the third consecutive year, parked outside the front of Cheswick will be the deliciousness that you have come to know as the main squeeze smoothie truck. Home of the I forget what it was called. Peanut butter protein power bowl or something yeah I know. some type of cool name but it'll be out front monday july 12th that's this monday so hopefully you're listening to this thing by monday um 5 to 8 30 parked out front come get some goods i believe we also have a little free workout going on seven o'clock outside yep weather permitting uh outside free free workout so come grab a workout and then grab a smoothie or bowl or whatever uh after the fact so we got that coming um leechburg will have that later this month on the 26th so two weeks from monday same deal um 5 to 8 30 i think we got some other some hikes and stuff that uh tyler probably knows more about than me yeah the cheswick hike is july 17th at noon high noon uh we are going to get a decision on a location this week um so stay tuned in the members group for a poll um for a couple different locations of where you would like to go 
Um, we're going to throw up, I think like four places, uh, and then we can, we can decide from there. Uh, and then that's all I got for Cheswick. I know Leechburg was planning theirs, but I don't have information. on. Uh, I don't think there's an official uh, date or anything yet. Um, I don't know. Stay tuned. We got smoothie trucks. We got free outdoor workouts. We got Tyler's turning my volume down because I'm too loud. No, I'm turning the volume down for my headphones. Um, we got smoothie trucks. We got free outdoor workouts. We got hikes for the members. I mean, well, what more could you ask for? I know. Free podcast every week. I mean, you know, I mean, the, the level of shout out to everybody who left us a, a review. We actually popped a couple oh, of yeah, reviews we last week after begging. Yeah, we've we been did. begging for weeks. So shout out to the uh, couple people that got in there and left us a review, which you can also do on Apple Podcasts. Appreciate that. But let's get into it. So last week, we gave you a little taste. We gave you a little appetizer or appetizer, depending on how you like to say that. That's um, a new one. Uh, the only reason I say that is uh, Stanley from The Office refers to it as an appetizer. Gotcha. Um, Figured it was something along those lines. But anyway, so we gave you a little preview, a little brief discussion. Tyler was preaching to you about the... Uh, healthy aging and uh, how you can proactively prevent some aging related uh, effects that are, are very common that people um, suffer from. We'll say suffer. Yeah, that's a, that's a good way to do it. Um, so yeah, so we, we kind of just got into, you know, a little bit of why it's so important to prepare for that and how you can prevent a lot of that. Um, ahead of time and to not wait until you already are dealing with issues to take action. Um, so last week was kind of setting the stage. And then this week we're going to dive in a little bit more and give you guys some actual actionable stuff, which I believe we pride ourselves on here of giving you things that you can actually take and implement the next day uh, or the next week or the next whatever. Um, so we're going to dive in today on some of the things we talked about last week but go in a little bit more on like how to actually do it, um, what to do, how to do it, all that stuff. So last week we spent a lot of time discussing different things you can do to prevent some of those age related things. Obviously strength training and prioritizing strength training is important. We talked about why, um, which if you didn't listen, go back, check it out. It's only like 30 minutes or something. So you yeah, can knock that out pretty, pretty super quick. Short. So uh, talked about the importance of holding on to muscle and strength for as long as possible. Um, talked about mobility, talked about joint friendly stuff. So today I think we're really going to highlight three things, mobility exercises, joint friendly exercises, and then maintaining like athleticism and explosiveness. Um, that's, that's a big one that people usually let kind of fall to the wayside as they get older and stop playing sports and stop you know, participating in some of those things. So those are the three categories I think we're going to dive in on, give you a couple different exercises or a couple different things to start doing for each. And I believe we will do a video uh, yes. demonstrating some of these things. Some of them might be a little hard to kind of follow along with the form and what we're talking about in the, um, you know, podcast here. So we'll put up a video in the members group as well. Uh, showing you what some of these things look some of these things look like uh, so you can start doing them so why don't you kick us off there buddy yeah so uh, the first thing ryan mentioned there was the mobility exercises so quick thing with mobility uh, is just kind of breaking down the differences so a lot of people get mobility and flexibility flexibility mixed up in terms of what they are flexibility has to do with how the muscles lengthen in terms of the elasticity of them um, and the stretch. Whereas mobility has to do with the movement of the joint. So the bones instead, like that's, that's a whole aspect of mobility, just the movement of the joint through its range of motion. And then flexibility is the uh, stretching and lengthening of the muscles um, that you have. So the two different things, uh, they often get kind of mixed up. Um, but what we're going to be talking about more so is just the mobility side. So the movement of the joints, uh, because that's where most people tend to see issues. Um, so 
we're just going to kind of hit some of the common areas for mobility problems, uh, which I would kind of throw top ones out there. I'm probably looking at shoulders and back are the two areas that I would say are number ones, uh, followed by hips and then probably ankles after that. Um, the only reason why I'm not going to classify knees and elbows uh, within that are just because of the aspect of how those joints are. They're floating joints, so they typically, unless it's um, a diagnosed injury by a doctor on those joints, usually your pain and so forth there can be uh, contributed to something within the ankle, something within the hip, something within the back, uh, more so than anything. Um, so looking at those, you know, just kind of running down through, uh, within our training program, all of our warmups have to do with some sense of mobility in it. It's got something to do with, you know, um, getting the hips working, getting the shoulders moving, working on the range of motion. It's one of the things we work on with everybody as we go through each exercise is to continue working range of motion so that we can increase and, you know, maintain that throughout your journey, you know, within fitness and health. Um, so there's a couple main ones that I really like to focus on. Um, some easy ones to be able to explain via video, uh, and podcast. Um, so I would say shoulder wise, especially with how we are as a society, uh, everything is done anteriorly. So everything's done in front of us. So we have a lot of issues with rounded shoulders and weak upper backs. And um, because of those two things, it leads to uh, a lack of mobility within the shoulder, you know, girdle region, the entire shoulder. Um, so easy mobility ones are lying down on your stomach in a prone position. Um, with the arms directly out in front of you and then just simply raising the hands in the air and retracting your shoulder blades back, uh, which essentially is setting your shoulder blades as low into your back as they go. Your shoulder blade kind of swings around your back. Your scapula just kind of rounds around the back and you're trying to set it down as far back as you can. Um, and doing that, holding for a few seconds and then coming back down, um, it is a lot harder than people think it is, especially if you are doing it properly. Uh, and that helps to strengthen the upper back, help make sure that the shoulder girdle is moving all the way back, that your scapulas aren't being, you know, kind of pulled forwards and then being kind of stuck in that position due to the weakening of the muscles and so forth. Um, you know, just hanging out there all the time. Um, so this is really big for people with, you know, computer jobs where you're sitting, staring at a screen all day. If you're driving all the time, um, you know, if you're always on your phone, if you're slouched on the couch all the time, like there's a lot of reasons as to why we end up having, you know, shoulder issues, rounded back, weak upper backs, things like that. So that would be probably my first one. There's a ton of other variations of that as well. Um, excuse me. Uh, that example was doing like prone I's. You can do prone T's. You can do prone Y's. You can do prone W's. Like there's all sorts of exercises uh, that are very similar that you can go through and work with and do to help strengthen everything in that back region and help make sure that you keep the back strengthened so that the shoulders stay back and you maintain that range of motion all the way through. Yeah. I mean, shoulder wise, my absolute favorite is the handcuffs. Yeah. That was um, another really good one. Yeah. The, I, you know, I used to be just like everybody else really where I'd get the little kind of annoying pinch pain kind of thing in the front of my shoulders, bench pressing and all that stuff. And then, um, you know, when I started doing the Y handcuffs, man, that, that really opens it up. You get a nice, nice little pop in the shoulder too, which feels Dude, good. And every single time. Um, yeah. Every so time the, the Y it. handcuffs are a favorite of mine where you're in the same position, you're laying face down, arms are straight up above you in a Y, bring your arms all, your hands all the way out around to the side into your lower back. Like you're being put in handcuffs and then you kind of bring your elbows towards each other, kind of almost squeezing your shoulder blades together a little bit. And then you take it back out. So it gets a lot of movement in your entire shoulder. It gets the shoulder blades moving. 
um, which we've talked about like in the groups with like scapular pushups and stuff like getting the shoulder blades moving is a big um, component of healthy shoulders. Yeah. Usually people, their shoulder blades are kind of stuck and then it limits the, you know, the way your actual shoulders can move. And then that's when a lot of injuries, a lot of pressure gets put on tendons and ligaments and muscles and all that because of it. So yeah, uh, the handcuffs are a great one just because you get everything moving. But then at the back end there, once your hands are in your lower back and you bring the elbows together, you're really kind of opening up that front part of the shoulder where everybody tends to kind of be tight because they're rounded forward. So shoulder wise, uh, Y handcuffs, one of my favorites, but you know, other than that, I think, I think Tyler really, really covered it. The shoulders are, are such an important one to move properly. Um, like your shoulders being able to move the way they're supposed to is so crucial in so many different things. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. Your biceps tie into your shoulders, your pecs tie into your shoulders, your lats tie into your shoulders, your traps, like all these major upper body muscles all connect like into your shoulders in one way or another, your triceps, like everything is related to your shoulders and your upper body. And if they're not moving properly, then all those tendons and ligaments and muscle tie-ins get put under a lot of stress. That's why so many people have torn rotator cuffs, torn biceps. Um, all that stuff happens because the shoulders don't move properly. Torn pecs or, you know, people that are benching heavy for years and years and years and years. So um, shoulders moving healthy relates to so many more things than just than just shoulders and just shoulder exercises so yeah. uh, and keep in mind too so like they, they are separate things like tyler broke down on mobility and flexibility but keep in mind if like if your mobility isn't there and your joints can't move properly it does have an effect on the muscles then because yes, they tighten does. up and they spasm up or whatever to protect the inefficiency of the joint or the lack of mobility in the joint um and then it just kind of snowballs so um they, they help each other but in terms of shoulders, Tyler covered it all. Uh, I would just throw Y handcuffs in there and yeah, I think we're tidy on the shoulders. Yeah, Y handcuffs are always a good one. Um, but yeah, like Ryan said, like they go hand in hand, you know, flexibility and mobility. Um, you just want to make sure that you're you're putting a good focus on both. Uh, but there are times when one has to be the priority. Yeah, if, if you're not doing both, then you're, it's just not going to work. You know, like if you're so if you're ignoring the mobility piece and only stretching the muscles, if the joints aren't moving properly, as soon as you're done stretching, it's going to all tighten right back up. Yeah. Um, same thing. If you do, if your muscles are really tight and you're doing a ton of mobility things, but you're not doing any flexibility, you're not stretching out the muscles, you might get the joint back into it. Same thing if you like go to a chiropractor and get adjusted, like you might get the joint back in the right spot, might get it moving properly. But if all the muscles around it are still super tight, it's going to pull it right back out of whack. Yep. Um, so you, you kind of need all of it. Um, you know, you need the flexibility and the mobility or else one's going to put too much pressure on the other, which is going to affect your your progress on, on improving it. So all really important, but for the sake of just m more people do like some half-ass stretching for flexibility than they do like actual mobility yeah. exercises. That's why we're kind of focusing on mobility. But um yeah, I think shoulders are pretty good if you want to move us on down the uh, the body there. For sure. Uh, next one is going into the back, uh, which is I was just combining the back as a whole. But obviously you have your thoracic spine, you have your lumbar spine um, and all that kind of stuff as well. Um, in terms of thoracic spine, uh, again, very kind of tying it up into the shoulders and so forth. If you have a weak upper back or if you have a weak mid back and whatnot. Um, that's going to lead to some roundingness happening there, which is then going to carry over into lead to weakness in the shoulders, rounding of the shoulders and things like that. Um, so doing stuff for the mid back is always helpful. Uh, supermans, uh, can be good cause you're doing the same shoulder movement of the Y or the I and lifting up, but you're putting a little bit more emphasis within the whole of the back as well, getting a little bit of the lumbar spine in there. Um, uh, but going through and just doing rotations is huge. Um, one of the main components to the thoracic spine is being able to rotate your shoulders and, and move your shoulders side to side. And especially as you start to see people as they age, when they don't have that type of mobility, you know, if they're walking away from you and you call their name, they're not just going to turn their body, you know, their upper body to look back at you. They're going to turn and their whole entire body is going to turn with them because they can't rotate. 
feel like I got to sneeze. Go ahead. Yeah, I'll get in there while you're uh, dying over there. Um, hit, the, hit the sneeze button uh, so, so you don't blow up the microphone. But anyway, um, with the rotation and with the thro- thoracic stuff, uh, one of my all-time favorites, which we can definitely throw in the video, is where you're on your hands and knees. Tyler's back. Good. Where you're on your hands and knees and you kind of reach your hand under your body as far across your body as you can. Oh, yeah. And then you bring it back across and rotate up towards the ceiling as far as you can. Man, that uh, that opens up that mid-back like crazy. Like, you'll feel such a stretch in between your shoulder blades there. It gets yeah. you rotating. Like, it's a it's a big one and it's very simple to do. Anybody can do it. It's very easy to progress, you know, from each rep or each time you do it, you can reach a little bit further through a little bit higher up towards the ceiling. Um, that is a great one, but yeah, mo- most, there's a couple other ones, but most, they're most of the ones people need are, are, are based on kind of rotating. Yeah, so we also do, the, yeah, we also do the one hands and knees, hand behind the head, bringing the elbow down towards the ground and then turn and bringing the elbow up. So anything where you're kind of your lower body's kind of locked in place and you're just kind of rotating through that middle of your back um, is going to feel, I I think it feels great. It's also one where you'd be probably really tight if you, if you've never really done that, but yeah, um, big, big benefit. So a lot of these things too, and we we have talked about this before, like a lot of the mobility exercises affect above and below you know, so when you're talking about, we're talking about the middle of your back right now, if you improve your thoracic mobility, that's going to help your neck feel better. That's going to help your lower back feel better. So usually these things, like when we talk about the the hips, you know, above and below the hips affect your lower back, the hips yep. also affect your knees. So yep. it's all a chain, it's all connected. So improving some of these, so like some people might be like, oh, my middle of my back doesn't bother me. But like, could be the cause of why your lower back bothers you or why your neck bothers you or whatever. Mm-hmm. So all these things are important. Um, but that's usually one that's very neglected and, yeah. um, makes a big difference. Yeah. And again, going back to, you know, if you work a desk job, if you drive for a living, if you're always sitting down, like those are massive ones to be, to be hitting on for sure. Um, Stemming from there, heading into a little bit of the, the, the lumbar spine, the low back region. Um, there really isn't too much mobility stuff there because the lumbar spine is pretty locked in place. Like you're not really supposed to rotate too much down there. Um, so usually if you're feeling some sense of pain uh, or tightness or anything along those lines, uh, just like Ryan said a moment ago, it's most likely going to be attributed to either the hips below, or it's going to be attributed to like the thoracic spine above. Um, so if you feel low back pain, it's usually due to one of those two things. Um, so then diving down into the hips, um, hips are probably a big one. Um, just because that's where I feel a lot of people are lacking movement. Um, which is the cause of a lot of people's back pain. And that's just due to how often we are sitting down on a day-to-day basis and not moving as much as we should be. And by moving as much as we should be, it's simply just not sitting down all the damn time. Um, you know, you'll have, uh, due to sitting down, like the hip flexors can get increasingly tight uh, and shorten up. And then when you go to stand up and makes the front of the hips feel really, really tight, which then makes the pelvis shift, which then leads to the hip extensors in the back stretching and lengthening really, really far, which can be very uncomfortable. The hip extensors kind of trail up in towards the low back. Uh, and that can just be uncomfortable and painful and it's just not fun. Um, you know, so if if we sit all the time, there's definitely going to be tightness in the hips. Um, especially if you don't do certain things, if you stop and we'll dive into a little bit of it here in a moment. Um, but if you stop with certain movements, um, moving side to side and moving in different directions, that isn't just forwards or backwards, like you're going to lose mobility within your hips there. And that's not going to be a good thing. Um, so trying to move in all different directions is going to be helpful. Uh, in terms of hip mobility exercises, though, my absolute favorite is going to be a 90-90. Um, so that's when you're sitting down on one hip. You've got one leg out in front of you at a 90-degree angle on the floor. 
And then your other leg, otherwise known as the trail leg, is behind you, also sitting at a 90-degree angle. You're going to sit up nice and straight in this position, keep the chest high, and then you're just going to lean over that front leg and get a nice stretch and kind of tightness happening through the front leg, through the hamstring, through the glute, and a little bit into the low back. And what that's doing is really just diving into that hip joint and really just trying to lengthen everything back out, especially within like the piriformis and the hip extensors and so forth um, within that region. You're looking a lot with mobility stuff, kind of like the ligaments and so forth uh, being big restrictors um, for movement. So. Yeah. The, the 90, 90 hip switch. I, I don't know if you mentioned the, the, the part where you kind of switch sides back and forth no because um, i'm not a big fan on that one you're missing out i mean um, i know it's a good one but i'm not a big fan on it yeah so the 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 important part of mobility is is movement um you know that's why it's called mobility you're getting your joints to be mobile um so a, a lot of the things is as long as you can you know because of sitting all day or because of doing the same things not moving side to side not moving backwards um you, know, you kind of your hips tend to kind of get like jammed up in there a little bit and get really really immobile um which is obviously why we're talking about this stuff so um yeah the 9090 is great um getting movement involved is great so switching it back and forth whether you got to put your hands behind you or, or can go without any hand support is good um the other one i like is you don't know what you call it i and i, I know it is like hip uh cars um but anyway, you, oh, you yeah. kind of have your one foot up in front of you, almost like you're getting ready to take off in a sprint. You put your one hand on your front foot with your elbow kind of on the inside of your knee. And then you just kind of make circles, you just kind of move your knee in circles, um, which gets your hip kind of moving. That's a great one. Uh, fire hydrants are a great one where you're just on hands and knees oh, yeah. and you're just making circles with your, with your legs. You kind of have your heel tucked up against your butt and you're just making circles with your knee basically um yeah any, anything where you're just getting stuff moving uh is what we're working for here so there's a lot of different options some are harder than others um yes. you know the fire hydrants are harder than they look to do right because you don't want to be turning your whole body you just want that hip and leg to be moving so it's harder than it looks um the one i'm kind of talking about the the hip circles there the cars where you're kind of in that sprinter kind of stretch there um and, and just kind of rotating around we'll get that one in the video but a lot of good options for the hips, but um, hips are definitely a huge, huge culprit because you know, even if you just, even if you're just walking around all day, you know, I mean, yeah. gravity's pushing your body down. So it kind of jams your hips up a little bit. So sitting, walking forward, like Tyler said, we, as soon as we stop playing sports and all that, you stop moving side to side, you stop moving backwards, um, you stop, you know, moving in these different planes or whatever. So yeah, hips definitely important. A lot of good options there. The 90, 90, the, the hip circle car thing, the, um, fire, hydrant. uh, fire hydrants. Yeah. Thanks. Um, a lot of good options, a lot of easy, easy to do options. None of this stuff you need any equipment for. It's all very yeah. easy. So, you know, if you kind of, we, we got some more to get into, but if you kind of, um, you know, if you go through and you, and every day you're doing, you know, at least one, you know, one of these shoulder things, one of these mid back things, one of these hip things, I mean, it doesn't take an hour. To, no. to make some improvements well, and, so. yeah and that was something i was going to bring up here here in a moment was like you know ryan made the comment that some of these are harder than the others because of how you're doing them you have to do them right um you know which is important uh you know a lot of a lot of times when i see people doing mobility exercises there's there's way too much movement happening in the exercise than there should be um, you know, so practicing these movements is going to be extremely important. Practicing keeping the body, um, you know, locked in place in a still position, only moving your hip, not allowing rotation, not allowing your back to come into play. Um, you know, those types of things are huge, but they don't take a long, a lot of time. Um, you know, you can have a full body mobility session in 15 minutes, like, it does not take a long time to do some of these exercises, especially if you do them well and you do them appropriately. You only need to do one to two sets and then you're done. 
you know, and then you can base it off from there. If you want to do it uh, multiple times a day, you know, once in the morning, once in the evening, or if you're looking to do it, you know, just once a day uh, throughout the week, like there's so many different things that you can look at there, but um, going into the final joint area, that way we can try to hit some other stuff. Um, Ankles. Simplest one for me here. Same thing as the hips doing the cars, right? Sit down in a chair on the ground, grab one leg, you know, take your hands at your knees, lift the foot up um, off the ground, and then just take that ankle and, and work it in a circle. Um, when doing this, you want to try to really think about flexing and extending your foot as you go through that circle motion um, and really try to push it out to the side and flex it as far as you can and extend it as far as you can every time you come around. Um, so if you're watching the video, I'm just going to kind of take my hand and basically you're just trying to rotate as far as you can throughout the ankle joint and just extend all the way through as you do it. Um, you know, probably one of the absolute easiest ones to do, um, extremely helpful and beneficial. There's some other variations you can do like the alphabet, you know, with the ankle as well. Um, you know, obviously with, with this though, you want to go both directions. So both clockwise and counterclockwise, um, on both sides for it, but that's probably the easiest one that I would say you can do for your ankles to help just loosen them up, get them opened up, get a little bit more mobility happening through there, which can be extremely helpful for everything. Yeah. Hit, hit the video up to see how to do all these things. Start throwing them in, uh, you know, every day, every other day, whatever you can do, but you get these things in a couple times a week, you'll be feeling great. It's a great warm up. can also be done on its own, whatever you yeah. got time for. Um, but once you do that, you'll be primed up and ready to go uh, for kind of the next thing we're going to talk about, which is some joint friendly exercises or modifications to exercises uh, that you can do, which we've talked a little bit about some of these before um, with people that are dealing with like shoulder pain or um, back pain, knee pain, whatever it might be. So uh, joint friendly stuff again we'll, we'll we'll try to keep this brief so the whole thing yeah. isn't like two hours but we'll, like i said we'll put up a video with some of these things so I, I you know i don't know that we necessarily have to go into specific exercises on this just because we're going to no. watch have the video but just a couple of things to keep in mind that we've talked about before on how to just simply make certain exercises more joint friendly especially when we're talking about upper body stuff is uh that rotation of the arm so like if you're doing bench press and you're rotating your hands out like a normal barbell bench press that puts a lot of stress on your elbows and then passes it up the line puts a lot of stress on the shoulders um whether it's tricep pushdowns we've talked about like if you do a, a straight bar where you're rotating your hands again so basically anytime you're rotating your hands one way or the other whether it's um you know for like an underhand grip or an overhand grip whatever it might be anytime you do that you're putting a lot of stress on the elbow um, so we talked a lot about in a previous podcast and we'll include a bunch of exercises in the video using a more neutral grip where your palms are facing kind of the side of your body. Uh, so that would be kind of like doing a push down with a rope, you know, where your palms are facing each other or doing a dumbbell bench press where you're, or a dumbbell shoulder press or whatever, where your palms are facing in elbows are kind of like tucked in a little bit instead of flared out to the side. Um, so some of those kind of neutral grip things on the upper body are really important to taking stress off those joints. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, you know, I don't know if you have any other, other ones to talk about for like upper body stuff, like just some little highlights of what to look for in some of the exercises that we're going to post. Uh, I mean, in terms of this, like if you are experiencing any form of pain within the elbow and the shoulder or, or wrist or anything like that, and you're going to switch over to a neutral grip, just understand it's going to feel different. Like it's, it's going to, you, you changed a part of the movement and now your body is, you know, even though it might be very, very minimal, all you did was go, you know, elbow, you know, out to rotate the hand and elbow in like 
that's still a, a change to the movement and your body is going to need to adapt to that. So doing it for the first couple of times is probably going to feel weird and, and that's okay. Like that's just how it is. Uh, you will get used to it. Um, but you should see uh, a change in terms of how much your shoulders irritating you, how much the elbows irritating you, how much your wrist might be irritating you. Uh, you should see some of that stuff diminish down um, by switching over to a different, you know, hand grip and hand position and so forth. So just give it time. Um, just like everything else we've talked about patience, you got to do it repetitively over time in order to see, you know, the improvements. Yeah. And, and I think when you first switch to like, you might like, feel it less but it's not really like so when you do the other versions of it you know obviously you're working the muscle and you're feeling the muscle but you're also probably feeling a lot of like stretch and like stress on like tendons and ligaments and stuff yeah. so like you might feel more sensation doing it the other way but it's not necessarily good productive muscle building muscle growth strength building yeah sensation so like when you when you make these switches you might be like oh i don't feel it as much in my shoulders when i'm doing shoulder presses or in my in my pecs but it's like you're you're just cutting out some of the like not so good stuff that you're feeling whenever you're you're doing yeah. it the other way so the strength will come the muscle will come you know you you might not feel it as much and you might not be as sore after it as you are from the other things but again that's for a good reason, you yeah. know, like you're, you're eliminating some of the unnecessary stress on the body doing it the other way. So, um, you know, people can do them, you, you can do it the other way. It's not like inherently bad. It's you, you probably want to get a good mix of both. Yeah. Um, if you're constantly, it's all these things tend to be repetitive issues. So if you're constantly doing that grip where you're rotating your hands and you're putting all that stress like over time that's where it's going to happen so just getting a nice mix of some of the neutral grip stuff with some of the regular stuff is is perfectly fine um just something to keep in mind from a wear and tear perspective but yeah when you do you know the 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 neutral grip bench press versus like turning your hands flaring your elbows out like yeah you're probably going to feel it a little bit it's not going to burn as much or like, you're not going to feel it as much, but, um, that's a good thing, you know? Yeah. So for sure. you'll, you'll get there. So a lot of stuff we can, you know, a lot of stuff you can do with lower body as well. I mean, just in general to be joint friendly with the lower body, doing more hamstrings than quads for most people is probably yeah. going to make a big difference. Yeah. Um, just because of like, we've talked about everyday life, you use your quads a lot more, you go forward a lot more, you go up steps, you go down steps. Those are all very quad dominant activities. So getting up and down out of chairs, uh, all that stuff we're doing all day long, we just tend to use our quads way more. So that creates a lot of hip issues, creates a lot of knee issues. So um, joint friendly lower body tips would just be doing way more hamstrings. Um, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of other ones, but you know, just doing more hamstrings, um, trying some box squats is really good. That's a way yeah. to kind of load up the hips and the glutes a little bit more on a squat versus, you know, a lot of people have a pretty ugly free squat, um, <laughs> which puts a lot of stress on the knees and the back and all this stuff. So, yeah, that's what I was going to say. It was just some exercises like, things to not so much eliminate but to occasionally take load off um you don't need to box squat for 12 months out of the year or sorry you don't need to free squat for 12 months out of the year like switch it up do a box squat throw in um lunges every so often like take time to take a little bit of stress away from the different joints and so forth because that also helps like switching things up every so often can be beneficial. And then when you go back to the, you know, the original exercise, you might be surprised by how well you feel and how strong you are because you've been working on other, you know, aspects and weaknesses of your overall strength. So that was all I had. Yeah. Uh, and even something like trap bar, you know, getting the trap bar involved for your deadlifts is going to be a great one. Always fun. As opposed to a barbell. Um, Unless you're powerlifting, I mean, most people probably have no business deadlifting a barbell. I would agree. Um, it's just terrible. It's going to beat the shit out of you. So switching to a trap bar is a very joint-friendly alternative for a million reasons. Um, yeah. Yeah, a lot, a lot of good, you know, we'll include some of these things in there. But um, 
joint friendly wise, you know, a lot of just, just kind of stay tuned for the video on that one. Um, we've talked about it on previous podcasts. You can go back and get a little more info on that, but in the interest of not going for three hours, we'll kind of leave it at that. So the last part, and I don't even really know that we talked about this too much last week. Um, we might've, I, I don't remember. I think I brought it up briefly. I was distracted. So, um, the last, the last piece we're going to talk about that's arguably probably one of the most important ones in terms of like preventing like age related losses and strength and fitness and health and, um, durability and all this stuff. The, the last piece is to continue to train explosively, continue to do athletic type movements. Um, you know, a lot of times people lose that explosiveness and lose that ability to move because once we're done again, once we're done playing sports, you know, we're not jumping anymore. We're not sprinting anymore. We're not throwing stuff anymore. Like we're not doing these high velocity movements, um, which is a huge component of, of, of strength and, um, you know, being able to produce force. Um, so, you know, be, being able to move quickly, explosively, whether it's upper body or lower body with throwing or jumping or sprinting, uh, it's really important, you know, from a muscle fiber perspective, from a, um, you know, cardio perspective, like getting your heart to be able to pump that hard and work that hard is really important. So these athletics, as soon as you start, it's like, if you don't use it, you lose it type of thing. You know, as soon oh, as we're yeah. done playing sports, for most people that might be in high school or maybe they play some recreational stuff through through their 20s or something and then you know as soon as you stop doing that it goes away so quickly if you, if you haven't jumped in a while <laughs> go 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 jump as high as you can right now see how that <laughs> see how that feels you know so like that stuff goes away very quickly um and then that's a that's a big component of aging faster than you need to physically yeah. and um so it also deals with moving in different directions like Tyler was talking about. So, um, yeah, you know, side to side, you, some you know, all that kind of stuff. You know, we tend to, as we get older, everything becomes, we just, we're walking forwards. We might walk backwards very occasionally and rarely. Uh, but then all of a sudden there's always these instances and it's usually, um, at times that we have to make split second, you know, decisions or choices or movements that we have to go sideways or we have to go kind of diagonally or something along those lines. And we're, we're pushing off or planting a foot and then pushing back and things like that. And usually when stuff like that tends to happen is usually when somebody pulls a muscle or we, you know, hurt one of the joints or, or pull a tendon or tear a tendon or something like that. Excuse me. So continuing to train in different directions uh, helps to mitigate the possibility of something like that happening and it doesn't even have to be complicated in that sense like moving laterally could simply just be doing side shuffles um, or you know doing banded walks um, it could be uh, just going through and doing side lunges you know lateral lunges and so forth like there there's very easy ways to continue training in in these types of ways uh that aren't going to be like overly complicated but we also need to get other things in there with you know um agility and other movements so uh, a big one that i see a lot of people struggle with is speed skaters um you know going through and doing speed skaters uh, is massive. That's a great movement to work on the lateral movement, hip stability, knee stability, ankle stability, um, which are all huge with helping to maintain athletic ability. Um, so doing different things, different directions, not always doing things in a forward pattern, um, you know, always a huge help. Um, you know, think about, you know, playing sports if you played soccer football you know anything along those lines basketball like you were running stopping planting a foot turning another direction in a split second like all this kind of stuff like those types of movements are helpful and necessary it may not seem necessary because it's like well you know i'm 45 i don't play basketball anymore that's fine you don't need to play basketball anymore but your body does need to be able to still do these movements for whenever something might happen um, you know, being prepared and, and having pre preventative measures is always helpful and training athletically also just helps you basically, you know, like we said earlier, age better. 
Um, if you're training athletically and you're still able to do all these things when you're 45, 50, 55 years old and you're still able to go run, you know, 5Ks and play pickup basketball with your kids and your grandkids and so forth, and you're still able to go do all these things, like people are going to look at you amazed that you're able to do all these things. And it's because of how you would, would have trained. So training athletically allows you freedom and allows you to keep doing what you're doing. It allows, you know, independence as you keep getting older and it allows you to age much more gracefully like a fine wine as opposed to aging and becoming like moldy cheese and things like that. Damn. Um, the important part of the athletic stuff too, is even if you're not like proactively going to use the athleticism and the ability to move generally, a lot of injuries happen whenever you're either forced to or like you decide to like randomly. So maybe yeah. like, I don't know, something happens where all of a sudden you have to sprint to get out of the way of something or to like chase something Split like second decisions. Yeah. Like, so something happens, whether it's like an emergency or something like where you are forced to throw something or catch something or jump or like run, you know, where you're forced to do it is when injuries happen or whenever, you know, we're at the family reunion or the graduation party or like some random event where yeah. even though you haven't jumped, ran, done anything explosive, moved side to side, you haven't done that in 25 years, we decide we're going to play some volleyball or something mm -hmm. like that. And then we start trying to ask our body to do that that's when a lot of the injuries happen that, that don't need to happen. So just because you're not actively playing sports or have no plans to or whatever, you know, there's always going to come situations where by choice or by necessity, you jump, run, throw, move side to side, whatever it might be. And your body's not prepared for that. And that's when injuries happen. Yeah. So um, that's where the athletic, like catching yourself from falling you know, a, it would be from all of this stuff, you know, the ability to to jump and run and move and, and throw all that stuff is really important. So, yeah. um, you know, keep keep that in mind with some of this stuff, too. And what, what all that does is it it's helping your body and it's helping you to understand proprioception, which is like being able to like be aware of your body in space and how it moves and so forth. And as you age, if you neglect doing some of these things, then you lose the ability to understand your body in those types of manners and so forth. So continuing to train athletically allows you to keep being aware of how your body moves in space. It allows you to how, or allows you to be aware of, you know, how your body responds to different things, your reaction, uh, you know, it helps you become um, much quicker with your reactions and so forth like that, that, you know, if you end up maybe you do end up falling over or something like that. If you have trained athletically, like you're going to be much more aware that, Oh shit, I'm falling and I can respond much quicker. Your body can react much faster to try to help you break the fall. You know, whereas if you haven't trained athletically and you have no idea, your body has no clue about, you know, your proprioception anymore. And you just, you just start falling and then it's, you're already halfway fallen before you realize that you're falling over and it's too late to do anything. Um, so training athletically helps the body continue to be aware about, you know, where it is in space, how it moves, how it reacts, allows you to have quicker reaction times to things, allows you to age much more gracefully and better. Uh, and you can get all these compliments when you're 60 something and so forth. Like it just helps across the board. So no doubt. Stay, stay strong, stay athletic, stay mobile, and you will uh, be a goddamn specimen at the retirement home. Um, Damn. This is really what it's all about. So uh, I don't know. I don't know what it's all about. But those things will help. Stay mobile, stay strong, stay athletic, uh, and you will stay healthy if this you do is that. All so true. Uh, be on the lookout for that video. So I know some of these things like it's a little confusing to, to follow along with what we're talking about uh, from just hearing it. So stay tuned for that little video showcasing some of this stuff. Appreciate you tuning in. Go back and check out last week if you haven't. Definitely hit the week before that. Episode 64 was a nice little nutrition dive that we forgot to email and post. So I don't know that a lot of yes. people listen to that. So make sure you go back and get that gold mine on the nutrition front. Um, leave us a review on Apple. We appreciate that. Make sure you're subscribed on YouTube for the video version. 
I've given up on voicemails, so I'm not even not even asking. Yeah. But try some of this stuff out. Let us know how it feels. Let us know how you feel. And be ready for smoothie night in the free workout on Monday in Cheswick. And then uh, Monday the 26th for Leechburg. And we'll see you next week. See ya.